0: Get your motor running. Head out on that- Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Join us on our third annual summer tour, powered by Echo, Company Cam, and Ballard Products. As we take the show on the road and continue talking with green industry leaders, discussing best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now... Here's your host, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the 2022
1: Summer Road Tour. Hanging out here with Jason Creole from the Lawn Care Life YouTube channel. What's up, Jason? Hey, Paul. Good to have you back in uh, in Alabama, back in my hometown again.
2: Yes, absolutely. Congratulations on 100,000 YouTube subscribers, yeah. Jason.
1: I, I, Tracy gets mad at my wife because I, I keep telling people it took me 11 years, but I, it was, it did. I mean, it took 11 years, but I, I made that, and uh, it was excited. We had a little family party and did a live stream, so it, it was a enjoyable evening. Well, that's quite an accomplishment. And on today's program, guys, we're
2: gonna—I want you to share the story of kind of how you started your YouTube channel because over the last decade, you've really um, evolved as a business owner, going from uh, lawn mowing to fertilization and weed control, and you've kind of documented your journey. So I want you to share kind of your perspectives on on why you kind of switch gears a little bit, and uh, we can kind of talk about the YouTube journey as well. Yeah, that sounds great. All righty. Well, we want to say thank you to Echo Power Equipment, Company Cam, and Ballard Products. They're making this summer tour possible, giving me the opportunity to uh, go out on the highway, on the byways, and and hang out with uh, people that own different types of lawn care landscaping companies. So without further ado, we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsors. And coming up, we're going to get into Jason's story.
0: Looking to maximize your production in the field? Ballard Products has over 300 products that can help you get the most out of your efforts every day. Ballard Products. Whether you are looking to get a better cut, keep your gear on your machine, keep your expensive equipment clean and safe, or just get the most out of your machines, Ballard has you covered. Ballard products. Jump onto our easy-to-use updated website at ballard to get your gear ordered today. Keep, keep grinding. grinding. Stay, safe Stay safe. And have a great season. Ballard. Use the promo code PAUL at checkout to save 10%. When the pros are long on grass and short on time, they cut the workday down to size with Echo string trimmers. The best-in-class Echo SRM2620 trimmer spins all day strong, all day long, whipping through one worksite after another. With a lightweight design and professional-grade Echo power, the SRM2620 covers more ground with less effort. Because grass never quits, and neither does Echo power. Echo. Power on. And on. Ready to cut more grass and make more cash? Level up your landscaping or lawn care business today with
1: Company Cam. No more texting and emailing photos or digging through folders to try to figure
0: out what's happening at each job site. Company Cam makes it simple to communicate, document, and problem solve, whether you're outside, in the office, or in your truck. Show off your landscaping skills with the before and after camera, train seasonal hires with to-do lists, and communicate and share progress and designs with the client, all from your phone. Grow your business with Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs.
1: Sign up now for a free 14-day premium trial and 50% off your first two months at companycam.com slash greenindustrypodcast or use the link in the podcast description. Company Cam.
2: Like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point, you gotta invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit com slash industry to claim three months free. All Jason. I know we've had you on the podcast uh, several times and you shared your lawn care story before. So I want to talk a little bit about your YouTube channel on today's show. What motivated you uh, back in the day to create that first video?
1: Okay. So I actually went back and did a little history on my channel the other day. I went and looked at my first video I ever posted, which was in... 2011, I believe. And I remember talking to a friend of mine. He was in the real estate uh, business, and he kept telling me, I was always kind of amazed by the internet, and I thought, man, if I could ever make $2 on the internet, that would be great. Well, this guy was a real estate agent, and he said, I get almost 95% of my leads from the internet. And I said, okay. Um, So he said, you need to start making videos for your lawn care channel. So I had a local mowing business, and it was all about SEO and how to use videos to kind of help your local lawn business. So at the time, he gave me the advice. I don't think this is necessarily true anymore, but he said, if you'll make 10 uh, media, mediocre videos would be better than one great video. So he had a camera, he let me borrow his camera in my backyard and I basically kept that same style for about eight years straight. But anyway, I uh, just did 10 very mediocre videos and I started posting them. And I watched the other one, uh, the first one the other day, the first basically how-to video I did on YouTube or giving advice and it was on how much money can you make in a lawn care business. And I think it had it had a lot of use. Now I'm not saying it was a great video, but it had a lot of people watched it. I actually watched that video because I watched your celebration
2: video and then you went back and shared that and I was like, I remember watching this video talking about thirty-five buck cuts
1: and you know doing that across the week, how much money you can yep. make. That's exactly it. I was sitting at a picnic table in my backyard and I got done the video. We watched it the other day and I heard my wife, she said, That was great. Uh you know, and I got done with, at the end of the video, I had it on camera. I didn't do a lot of editing back then. I don't do great editing now, but back then and I, I would sneeze on camera and not edit it out or anything. You know, I just let it play. Yeah, and then
2: I kind of really started tracking when you started going in your little workshop garage and you'd sit on a mower and, and you just start talking. So how did that kind of become your um, back set for your videos?
1: So we moved, uh, we've had several houses. And so every time I moved to a new house, it was a new backdrop. So yeah, I started going in, because that first house we didn't have a garage. So I started sitting in my garage I, at the time i'm trying to remember i think i just used my phone and i'd plug in a lapel mic with a, a really long cord mm-hmm. and i didn't understand this actually probably good practice to be fairly close to the camera people want to see the emotion in your eyes okay, okay. so but back then you know i was like 15 feet from the camera and uh, sitting on a lawnmower and i had that lapel mic so the audio was decent uh, the video was usually pretty bad and then at the time in your actual lawn care business, you were mowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started mowing. Uh, yeah. I just my third lawn business. So I started mowing and I, it's, uh, basically my YouTube content typically just paralleled whatever I was doing in real life. So I I was mowing and I knew what I was charging people. I didn't know if that was good or bad, but that's what I would talk about in, in my uh, YouTube channel. And then as I... Hired somebody. I talk about that. I trying managing people. I lose customers. Have customer get mad at me. So I it was basically uh, me walking through my own journey, and I shared on YouTube. And how are you watching
2: the views, the subscribers, the opportunities? How did all that kind of progresses? Because you were we call it an OG. Uh, you, you were around in the lawn care industry. You know, was you Alan Hain, uh, Geek the Freak, B and B Lawn Care, Keith calfis top notch. There was like. You guys pioneered this. Now,
1: tons of people would pop up, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I said I had no idea about making money on YouTube at the time other than just helping my local lawn care business rank better on Google. Is uh, it true you had uh, passed 1,000 subscribers and you didn't turn the AdSense on, or was that somebody else? No, I definitely, see, I don't think you, back then you didn't have to have 1,000 subscribers to turn AdSense on. But to be honest with you, I remember I had a website. Okay. My website used to be start-lawncarebusiness.com. Yeah. Okay. And I had, it, but now it's lawncarelife.com. Well, I had that website and, I, and maybe it was that way. Cause I was thinking, I don't think my actual lawn business had a website. So I think I was trying to help that website. And I did start selling an ebook for like $7 or $9, something like that. And I, I sold uh, quite a few of those. I, I've had people recently tell me, I bought your first ebook for $9 a year, a long time ago. Um, so anyway, I started that and, um i've lost my train of thought paul hold on we're gonna have to edit that. <laughs> all
2: right guys we're gonna kick it over to mr producer and hear a word from today's show sponsors as i give i'm gonna put my nick saban hat on here and give jason a halftime speech to pull it together here to tell us his, uh. his youtube story we'll be right back more with
0: jason creole coming right up after this pep talk hey you yeah you start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com.
2: Hey guys, it's Ben at True Pro Lawnworks. I just wanted to take a minute to thank Brian and Entrepreneur Academy for putting together his residential and commercial service contracts. These have been a game changer for me and my clients in terms of management of expectations, responsibilities, and professional appearance. I get great client feedback about the clear presentation my business extends with these. There's no legalese, no jargon to translate, just clear expectations of both sides. It's plug and play and fully editable. If you're concerned about potential liability or unclear duties, or just want to stand out as a professional, then check out Brian's plug and play documents at entrepreneuracademy.com.
0: I do hope you're watching the almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County OHIO opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pit, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com.
2: All righty, guys. Before Jason lost his train of thought, we're talking about his website, turning on Google AdSense, building a YouTube channel, and just making some kind of rookie mistakes. So you want to, does that give you enough yeah, to keep, I mean, keep I, talking here know, on this podcast, was Jason? That, was
1: that a rookie uh, podcast mistake? Just forget me. The sentence, what, I, what the end of the sentence was. but uh, So basically, yes. I, did, you know, well, I. Jason just woke up from a nap, folks. I, I,
2: I He tells me to come on over at 2.30. So I'm like, all right, I'll be here at 2.15. I don't want to miss this opportunity to get to celebrate with Jason so I pull in the driveway 215 and uh Duke what's the the brown dog Izzy. yeah they're real chill they're just they don't even like bark or you know they barely move their head to look at me they're like nothing to see here so I get out and I knock on the door and, and no one answers so I go it's hot here in Alabama so I go back and I sit in my car and then uh Half hour goes by, nothing, no call, no nothing. And then
1: at 2.50, your wife pulled in and she's like,
2: Jason's inside. I was like, I knocked on the door. What were you doing? Well,
1: here's what happened. <laughs> like 6.30 this morning. There was a group of us. We went and helped uh, put some sod out. And, um, okay. and we had a party over here last night. I, I was just a little bit tired. I thought, oh, I'm going to catch me a little nap before Paul gets here. I'll be I'll be refreshed. And then that little nap turned into a longer nap. And so that's what happened. What, what woke you up when the kids came in the door? Or? I think I woke up. I don't I mean You know, I woke up. I knew I'd wake up eventually, but I wasn't out for the night or anything. But uh, I didn't realize you were in the driveway. But anyway. It's all good. But I remember exactly what I was going to say before I had that uh, (laughs) lost train of thought. So, yeah, I did not know you could turn the money on. So I had that start-lawncarebusiness.com, and I was doing some some shady SEO back then probably. I I used to rank for, like, how to start a lawn care business. If you Googled that, uh, my website would come up for, like, a long time. And I think that's how I was selling those $9 eBooks. Well, I think Google changed some things and I quit ranking so well for that. And my my site basically died. Um, but I, I had some ad, I had like the Google AdSense on my website oh. and I started making like, a few bucks on that that was probably after years but I, I did not know so I had an AdSense account I did not know about YouTube making money for a long time I, I actually had to go back and look I bet I did YouTube five years before I made a, a penny because I, did, I didn't know you could but I was making a few dollars on AdSense but I just I just didn't know what I didn't know okay and then you turned you figured out how to turn it on correct I turned it on I, I don't know how many I might have had 10,000 subscribers. I don't know. I I wasn't, you know, I almost quit YouTube multiple times. Wow. How how close did you get? Well, I'd get so frustrated with it. I I forget. This is probably after I turned ads on and it wasn't so much YouTube. I would get frustrated with my own time. You know, i would be Mm. trying to run my business and married and get kids and all that. And it just gets real busy. You know, Mm. I was just like, I'm so, I'm just burnt out on it. But as I kind of. I think you just have to balance things. You know, a few mm. few years ago, I went to where I was just doing one video a week, and my channel actually had the best year ever. And wow. then last year, I tried to do more videos than ever, and it and it, and it took a step back. And then this year, I'm kind of in between. It's doing great again, so it yeah, it's hard to figure out. But I, I have learned to go against the initial advice the guy told me back then. Yeah, maybe ten mediocre videos was great today. I think quality is better than quantity as far as video so even if you do one video a week if it's a good quality video it, it can still produce well for you
2: yeah and we see our friends um sb mowing and Owl blades they put out i think one a week and it's high high quality and,
1: and they're getting so many views so it's, it's really cool so the other day, uh, video i did now, now I, I like to think like a youtuber you know so they i'm in somebody's backyard and there's a snake and uh, well, I saw a rattlesnake about two weeks ago. But this really? tail, this was not a rattlesnake, but he kind of acted like a rattlesnake. He was about a four foot long, black snake, and he cools up his tail and starts wagging, wagging his tail at me. And because I was gonna catch him and just take a picture and show my kids or something, well, he starts acting all all bad. And I said, okay, well let me let, let me see if I can make a YouTube moment out of this. So i yeah. got my phone out and did a, a YouTube short. Uh, and I stuck my boot out there, and he started biting my boot just repeatedly. And uh, anyway, Al Blades commented on there. He said, "Don't let Paul see oh, this because because uh, Paul, I did a video with Paul with a rubber snake, and uh, the old women did not like that. Paul. They were coming to your yeah. All these old women that watched the videos was like that was so mean. I feel bad for Paul and all this other stuff.
2: Yeah, that that was that was scary, y'all. Because I kept telling Jason." I show up like Dumbbell Jr. in tennis shoes. <laughs> and, uh, he's, and I didn't know we are going to be weed eating a creek. So he's like, I got a job for us. We'll be weed eating this creek. And I'm thinking, there's probably snakes in there. I should be wearing boots. And Jason's like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be there. There's no snakes in there. And I'm thinking, how could there not be snakes in there? And uh, anyway, he had planted one in there. And um, I thought it was real. So he picked it up. And he threw it at me. And it hit me in my left cheek. And, and when that thing hit me in my left cheek, man, I started screaming like a schoolgirl. Jason starts laughing at me, and and then he
1: tries to throw it at me again, and I still think it's real, so I'm, like, running away. Yeah, but the old women watching the video, they did not think that was funny at all. They, they were seriously concerned for your well-being and said Paul could have had a heart attack. So I, Yeah, I well, just... I've, ki- I've had
2: to kill a rattlesnake before. It was attacking okay. one of my guys. And so, I, I, I don't know, that, that, that was a wounding experience when you're face-to-face with a rattlesnake about to... You know they coil up and then they're about to bite you with that venom. I'm in the middle of nowhere, you know. Anyway, I just I don't really like snakes, but yeah. it's, it's part of. I mean, landscaping in the south, it's inevitable. Yeah, we do.
1: We so do. What happened I've to seen. the rattlesnake that you you saw? Well, I'm not sure. He- He he may have passed away. I'm not sure I'm allowed to. I didn't. You don't need to tell
0: us.
2: (laughs) Next, next. What's what's uh, Bill Belichick say on the Cincinnati? That's right. Next question, Paul. (laughs) Uh, On the Cincinnati. Um, So walk us through the transition and and don't alienate my audience because most guys listening to us right now are on a lawnmower. But you decided to get off the lawnmower and, yeah. and and to to do the furt and squirt game. So walk us through that plus how that affected your content. Because now, you know, I know you're making content like Felipe is watching you teach about fertilizer now. Felipe Zaldana from Omega Lawn Care, now he does a fertilizer business full time. Yeah. So your
1: influence is is strong yeah i think i met felipe but uh, you, yeah you have so anyway um i was i had my first business okay and i sold that after somebody approached me and, and bought my business i kept a small portion of it you know i had a non-compete so i had to work in this little small town try to start a coupon book business sorry if some of you heard <laughs> this before but coupon book business was failed don't ever start one of those and but i still have my little small mowing business then we decided to move so i sold the second business uh, just because we were moving two hours away so we moved here and i contacted a friend of mine who used to be in the weed control and fertilization i said hey can you help me get started in weed control and fertilization he said yes so that that's how that got going and i was actually mowing and spraying at first because i just didn't know mm-hmm. i just didn't know how the weed control was going to go i didn't know if i wanted to do both i didn't you know and then when i started doing both i kind of just gravitated over toward the weed control side again i'm not anti-mowing and just as I, was, I didn't want to grow a big business, and I didn't want to do both by myself. You know, mm-hmm. I could have obviously hired somebody to mow, and I could have sprayed, but I decided to just go full in on a spray. And one advantage was that all the mowing people in town, I was no longer their competitor. Mm-hmm. And so now they send me – got a lot of relationships with these guys that are mowing grass, and they send me a lot of business. So as I started doing that, of course, that becomes my YouTube content. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what, there's a lot of guys on YouTube that are mowing grass because it, it, it's like – You're saying now there's a lot of people on YouTube that are uh, doing lawn care videos, and I think it helped me being early on. My videos were terrible maybe. Maybe some of the advice was practical, but the video quality and stuff like that was pretty bad. Um, But I I got an early start. But then as it got more crowded, I kind of thought, how can I get a a new niche for myself Mm -hmm. and carve out a space? So I started um, talking about weed control from a business standpoint. So you got my friends like Alan Hain and those guys that do it from a homeowner standpoint, how to have a great yard. And I do some of that as well, but I thought I might be one of the few on YouTube that can talk about weed control and fertilization from a business standpoint. So that's what I do a lot of time on my videos now.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. So with all this knowledge you've gained over the years, Jason, if you could go back and start fresh, you, let's say you're going from the, the, the coupon business or Waffle House or whatever, Jason's had some unique jobs uh, before lawn care industry What would you do if you started over today you build a mowing business, fertilizer business, or, or just say, forget it, I'm, I'm going to go work in an air-conditioned office? What, what would you do if you could start over today with the knowledge you have about this industry now?
1: Yeah. Well, the good thing is I think that I would definitely do lawn care. I mean, if I wasn't in lawn care, I'd probably be in some other kind of service business. I think mm-hmm. the demand for service businesses is great and still great. And, and I just, I'm not a person that wants to sit, or, sit at a desk. I want to be out there doing something. Even, mm-hmm. even my YouTube channel does super great. I mean, I don't want to make videos all the time want to be out there working and I just like doing that so Mm -hmm. um and for me yeah I I I like the weed control better again I'm not anti-mowing but for somebody that wants to be solo I think you make more money doing weed control than you do mowing now you can make a ton of money mowing you know people make millions of dollars mowing grass but they usually don't do it by themselves so I Mm -hmm. can be a solo guy Uh, they're spraying yards have a really flexible schedule allows me to be at home with my family a good bit and then my off time and I purposely try not to get myself too booked I can have time to do YouTube and all the online stuff so it's worked out good for me. After being an employee at you know Waffle House and
2: all the other places you've worked and then being an entrepreneur for
1: over a decade is this the path that, that that you feel is the right fit for you and your family? Oh yeah, I, I I hope my kids. I don't want to force them into it, but I hope they'll have their own business one day. And we're actually, my daughter. She's like 11, I think, still 11. But she's already uh, has a little gymnastics business she does on the side, and she has day camps, and um, she's doing a. Uh, day camp three times this summer and she has class during the year uh, and she bought all her own equipment and all that so she's doing great and I think it's great business experience and great life experience I'm always trying to think how can I get my kids to think that way now that, that again they may work a, a normal nine to five job one day and that's fine um, but for me I'm just wired that way I remember as a kid or maybe in high school I would sit there in class and i would be like does everybody work forty hours a week and basically make just enough money to get by on? Because that seemed to be the pattern that almost everybody lives. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's got enough but nobody's making, you know, a whole much more than they actually need. And I was thinking, well what if I could do it differently? And I'm of course not the only one that thinks this way, but what if I could work more hours or less hours or make more have more flexibility and just think there's a better way? Of course there's some stresses to business ownership, but to me is I mean and again, you you have to balance that. Like, am I going to just work myself to death in your own business? And I think, I mean, that's something it, it really took me a long time to try to dial back and think quality of life. It, it, there's other things that worth doing other than lawn care. So I've, I've, you know, in a sense, sacrificed some money for the sake of time and family and things. And that was obviously well worth it. But it took me a while to learn that.
2: Yeah. So what would you say to someone out there that is scaling their business and is, going through the stress of not having the work-life balance and and the responsibilities of you got a big job and the guy doesn't show up. Uh, uh, You don't have that anymore. So what's kind of your
1: case for being a solopreneur? Well, I think you you have to go one way or another if you if you're like overwhelmed, you have to either like have that thing running like a well-old machine with your employees handling everything and you're basically trying to work yourself out of a job, you're sort of overseeing everything. And that's totally fine. I just my personality's not great at that. I'm a little bit of a micromanager. And so, if if you don't feel comfortable doing that, don't want the stresses of of employees on, it, then you you go the solo route. Well, the solo route will work you to death if you're out there, you know, mowing yards for thirty five bucks or whatever. You you're gonna work all the time, you know. So I had to uh, really dial in my weed control business, and like we talk about all the time the route density and everything. So mm-hmm. like, I'm just a crazy efficient route mm-hmm. with profitable yards, so I can I just have very productive days. And it allows me to make a, a pretty good income without working all the time. And again, I'm supplementing that with YouTube. If I wasn't I didn't have a YouTube channel, maybe I'd take a different approach in my lawn care business. But I really love having the flexibility to do both. So you considered, I want to have time for your marriage and
2: children. You want to have time with YouTube. And if you had employees and your skill in the business, it would have been a juggling act that you probably couldn't have sustained.
1: Yeah, it would have been tough, you know. And so now, like, literally, I've got the amount of customers I want, pretty much. And I'll take one if they're in, like, in a neighborhood I'm already established in and I can – you know, it's kind of like, uh, let me use this illustration, Paul, for Alabama football when they go. To the- <laughs> Here we go, Marty. their <laughs> well, Producer loves when, <laughs> when you start talking
2: Alabama well, football.
1: I'm just saying, you know, when they go to the transfer portal, they're not looking to rebuild the whole offense. We're just looking for that one little piece to make a good team better. OK, so my lawn business is in a good position. I, I'm not looking to, like, transform it next year and make it something totally different. I just need that one little, you know, backup wide receiver that may make me a championship team instead of a, a SEC, you know, runner-up or whatever. <laughs> there you go. Well, Jason, what's next? Uh, your business is is
2: at that kind of perfect um, place. Your YouTube channel just passed 100,000
1: subscribers. What, what are your goals for the the months and years ahead? Yeah, I mean, I, I think even though I've talked about the work life balance, that that's still a, a struggle for me. I think people that are wired entrepreneur, they're, they're always thinking like, how can I make more money? How can I do this? Because you know the the downside of the whole no nine to five, like I, you're self-retiring, yourself, mm-hmm. uh, buy my own health insurance, all that kind of stuff. So there is financial pressure. Um, Because there's no giant retirement nest egg waiting on me, you know, when I reach 25 years in this industry or anything. So I'm always trying to think, how can I make more money? and And I look year after year at my taxes and like, did I improve? Um, so I'm trying to become more efficient in my business, even though I think it's very efficient. Maybe I can keep adding a few customers. But I think my real opportunity is online. I'm trying to continue to grow that. I'm trying to get smarter. that we you know start a second channel this year called Fix Alarm, and we we're trying the overgrown extreme makeovers. And and but you know even that I'm, I'm we're going to experiment, try some things. Is, is this working out? Or do I need to go back at it a different angle? So, you know, I, I, uh, last year I really went in. Um, and made some changes to my online courses I offer. Mm -hmm. And the the amount of uh, money I make off of that compared to two years ago is night and day difference because I put together some different packages and higher prices and add more value that I think other people couldn't offer. So, and that's helped a lot. So I'm always, you know, scheming, evaluating and what can I do better?
2: Yeah. And I think there's a spiritual element of with, um, we always want more. We always want to you should never in your business be like, oh, I want to make less money this year. Like uh, there's something in us that you want to make more money, ne- you know, next quarter than you did the previous quarter. You want to Im- improve your performance. And I, as an entrepreneur, I, I can't shut it off.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean, no, I'm, I'm the same way. And you know, I think, uh, and now, uh, so, and I'm always I'm looking to invest. Like I said, I'm trying to make a lot of investments, and so uh, stock market things have struggled lately. I'm thinking, well, if I make more now, I can maybe I can buy some stocks while they're it's cheap. on sale. <laughs> yeah, they're on sale. So there's always a different angle to come at, and I'm I'm trying to. Be aggressive, again, you got to balance yourself. It may be, be good to have somebody in your life that can help balance you out because sometimes in your own mind, you, you can justify working all the time or justify not working at all or you know, however you're wired. And I think it's good to, to have somebody look at you and, and say, You know, is there areas of your life that you're totally neglecting in justifying it? Because you know, some people would think it was fine to work all the time, but it's actually not.
2: Well, like you mentioned, efficiency and tweaking, like your your online courses, you 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 made some tweaks and now they're performing better. In in your fertilization business, you've made tweaks to the route and the customers and maybe the prices, and you know you can make more money essentially with a little less effort if if you make the right. mental, you know, adapting and decisions.
1: Yeah. So for me, another example of like, for instance, I'm almost always focused on small yards. Well, recently Mm -hmm. I had a a really large property that's about, I could pretty much walk to it down the road here. And uh, they contacted me and it wouldn't be something I would normally bid on, but I, I went ahead and gave them a quote because I thought, you know what? It's a large commercial property. I can be out there at six o'clock in the morning when it's not hot. You know, it's a hundred degrees this week, and I get out there early, knock it out, and be back home and eat breakfast. Nobody even woke up yet, hardly. You know, and, mm-hmm. and so I think there's some ways I can think smarter there. Like on a day like that, how can I make another three hundred dollars in this day mm-hmm. without really affecting the other priorities I have in my life?
2: Yeah, I want to um, ask you about the future and in investing and things like that because you know most guys listening. To us, you know, they don't have a pension waiting. They don't have, um, you know, something that's kind of on autopilot from a company. You know, a lot of companies will put the match a percentage and make the 401k, and you can kind of, you know, just set it and forget it, and and you'll have money there. But we have to think about 15, 25 years from now. And uh, what what have you kind of, um, again, this is a little disclaimer. This isn't tax advice. Jason's not a CFP or anything like that. But you do own a business and you do need to think 20 years out. Well, what's the kind of, um, you, you know, your, your thoughts on, on uh, running a business and making sure that you do have money for your family for the future.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, one, you just want to, I try to be conservative in, in our expenditures. You know, we drive a, a an old van that might have a leak occasionally. I, could I afford a newer van? Of course, I, I could afford one. But I, I'm trying to uh, be modest in my purchases and things like that, not necessarily keep it up with the Joneses and all our personal things. But as far as um, one book I read, as far as investing goes, I thought it was great. It was called The Simple. Path to wealth, and it was very, it was simple. I mean, and he talked about just. Um, but but I think the the idea is you just have a plan. So he was mm-hmm. big on these um, Vanguard mutual funds, yeah. and, and you just keep putting money in that Vanguard mutual fund and quit worrying about is it a dip or a, a peak or a dip. or you just keep buying it, and, and the thing is, it's over time it's going to grow. And that he just, he was making an argument that was better than trying to individually pick stocks. 100 percent. Oh, you know, it's so hard to do that. You know, you got to get it when it's low, and then you got to figure out when to sell it when it's high. So I've done that, but I've also um, Tried, I've been fairly aggressive and it hasn't worked out so far. I've been in, in cryptocurrency and things like that, and so, um, you know, I, I think you have to have a plan and you try not to panic when things go bad and you uh, and continue to systematically approach it as opposed to emotionally approaching it, yeah.
2: And we're in our 30s and 40s, but you guys that are teenagers, the benefit that you have that we don't have. And and Jason, no one taught me about this stuff when I was young. You know, one time, I remember one time Coach Rose told me about compound interest, but y'all have compound interest working for you to where you you can put in money. You guys, there's so many kids listening to us that are 18, 19, 21, 22. You start putting in your 6,000 bucks a year, you know, get, get get a certified financial planner or someone, you know. Then knows the deal, but you start putting that money aside year after year. And Warren Buffett explains that first snowball, it just gains a little bit. But then the next snowball, it's a little bit more. And then the next but fifteen years when you start when you're eighteen or twenty, that snowball is gigantic and you're making, you know, you'll make millions and millions and millions of dollars if you can start young. And no one taught me, no no one sat me down and really made this a priority mm. I, and I wish I would have that's what's great about what you're doing with your children I mean they're they're, they understand how money and business works at a young age. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I messed up not getting an early start. And I, looking back, even when I sold my first business, I got a, a biggest check I ever got if I would have invested that even at that time. so You invested in the coupon business. I invested you? in the coupon business. You know, Usually, investing in your own business is a good plan. Right? So, I'm not, you know, if, you're, if your idea is I'm going to invest everything in my own business, I wouldn't argue with that. I know somebody that actually teaches that. that basically, you, you invest in yourself, and that's the biggest return you can get is mm-hmm. your own business. So but um, again, you you have a plan. But yeah, if I had, if I could go back, I would start in my 20s and start investing in just a mutual fund. And the and the good thing about that is, like I if you buy an individual stock, you think, well, I would have bought Amazon when it was 50 bucks and sold it at 3,000. Well, maybe you would have, but how how you probably would not be disciplined enough to sell it at the high. You would you would sell it at a thousand dollars and think you did great. Right.
2: But all those
1: stories for Amazon or whatever it is, you know, you don't hear about the Alta Vista stock yeah.
2: or the, whatever yeah. what the other ones were called. Duct, I forget the names of all of them, but people brag of the story of of Bitcoin or Amazon or Apple or whatever. But for every one of those, there's 99 that that flopped yeah. and failed. But when you invest in you know like the the, the top 500 companies in in the United States. It's uh, 10 years from now, they're going to be doing
1: good. So it's, it's, yeah, they're going to make money. Yeah. Well, I just think it makes me confident that I can just keep putting money in the same one. I'm not having to worry about, Oh, did I buy it at the, at the bottom and sell it at the peak? It's just like, I'm going to keep keep putting money in that same fund because over time, Obviously, it's going up, and they're gonna they're gonna cleanse out the bad companies for you. You don't have to like pick it up again. I, I don't always practice what I preach. That's what I, I think. Yeah, I think that's the safest and best way to go about it. But sometimes I go pretty aggressive too. Yeah,
2: this is this has been great, Jason. Is there anything else you want to share with? We've got people listening in Australia and Florida, Texas. Oh, it's it's mind blogging to me the um the what this podcast is kind of grown into um, so as folks are out listening to us, uh, what would you like to share kind of some departing thoughts before we're going to go swimming at the pool, right? Yeah. I brought my, my Speedo. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, <laughs> you said sl- that I
1: bring... <laughs> you told me to bring a <laughs> bathing suit. Well, I mean, come on, man. The, you, uh, the, all those Europeans, listen, <laughs> the Europeans need a little bit more, a little more skin on their bathing suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, I swim laugh, man. Oh, man. I was about lost my appetite. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think... Uh, I think I was going to share. So I think Paul, we we're just proud of you. Seeing how I think Paul's a good um, a good example for most of you, even the podcasting. You know, we bought you start this thing, and it just it's like you are going to start a podcast. You know, I was like, which I I know podcast is a big deal and all that. I mean, but it's like. It's like starting a, a lot of people starting a lot of business or podcasts. I mean, it's just not a guarantee that the thing's going to take off and do great. You know, so mm-hmm. I think what people, your regular listeners probably know this, but I mean, it's a lot of effort that goes into producing Five days a week, year after year, and the content, and the sponsors, and all the behind-the-scenes stuff. So I think it's um, perseverance. You know, I'd say is the main thing. Like me being on YouTube for 11 years, I got 100,000 subscribers. It, was it mm-hmm. the greatest accomplishment I ever? No, but it was perseverance. And I think sometimes if you just persevere, mm-hmm. then things start going uh, more in your favor. Okay. And uh, have they emailed you yet? You're about your, your, your plaque. <laughs> No, I think they're they're trying to. They might be coming up with something really special for me, so it's taking a little more time. Yeah, I think I think you're. I
2: think they'll they'll message you soon because I talked to Spencer Bosley Buzz, the other day, SB Mowing. We talked on the phone for over three hours. Yeah, second time. Okay. First time I talked on the phone with him, we talked for three hours and thirty four minutes. Then I talked to him again a couple of weeks ago. We talked for over three hours. Wow. But um, he, he was out of t- he was out of town, but he said that the plaque had showed up at his house. Okay. So when he got home, he's going to open it. Yeah. Um. Well, I, but but, but there was a little delay after he got it. They didn't email you right away. They'll email you yeah. soon,
1: though. I thought it was a piece of paper until recently, but I found out it's it's actually a plaque, something pretty nice to display. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I'm proud of you, man. I was I was a viewer back in the day, watching you on the mower, uh, talk about lawn mowing and things of that nature, and and to get to meet your family and to see what the entrepreneurial spirit you put in them. Carson, your son, I was out there last time I was here and and I knew he couldn't make a shot from back here. So I'll give you 20 bucks if you make, I, he didn't have a chance. He, he can't even shoot it regular from that far, but his mind, the way his mind works, he says, well, how about if I go one, one fourth of the way and you give me one fourth of the money, five bucks. And I was like, I couldn't resist and say no, but, but I was like, that's the way he thought. He's like, you know, if twenty bucks is right here, will you pay me five bucks if I make this yeah. little chip shot? So I was like, "All right." And then he made it; he, <laughs> he got five bucks. He's
1: actually a pretty good shot you know, from from his range. You know? Yeah, well, he was with he was within his range, but but uh, he was wheeling and dealing with me. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I'm hoping you know they they all want to do YouTube and all that. <laughs> it's like your time will come. It's not quite time yet for uh, me me manage all my kids' YouTube accounts and all that. Yeah. Well,
2: Jason, congratulations
1: again. And you guys can follow uh, your channels are Fixalon and then Lawn Care Life on, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, I do that in my website, lawncarelife.com. I have digital products, things yeah, like that. So, it. Talk, talk, don't oh, be shy. It's, I don't care, Paul. It's just, it's just like uh, my main thing I sell is the Weed Control and Fertilization Academy. So, people that are mowing grass, they want to get into weed control, they come by that. So, and uh, It's been a big help to a lot of people, but yeah, a lot of stuff over there. That's
2: a, that's a, on our resource center, at dot com. We we have your um, courses up over there. So yeah, all righty, guys. Well, I'm gonna go get my speedo on and uh, get <laughs> get ready. Get ready to go swimming with uh, Jason's family here. We're going to have a,
1: what, cheeseburgers, a cookout? Yeah, we just, um, we got a bunch of, oh, we oh, I was going to tell you this, uh, yesterday this lady was over here, we had a party, and this lady was talking about YouTube, old videos, and I've, I've done almost a thousand videos, she said, I love that one you did, and I didn't know she ever watched a single video, she said, I love that one, um, can fat guys make it in the lawn care
0: business? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I said, oh, that was a long time ago. And What's the synopsis? Oh, basically, can fat guys make it in the lung care business? And I have people commenting like, "I'm six four and weigh three fifty, and I've got a lot of it." You know, so wow. uh, I don't know. I had a really big guy work with me one time, and he would always drop about forty pounds in the summer from sweating and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it, I think I just it was looking for content one day, and I and uh, anyway, I think they definitely can, but you know, <laughs> they're not necessarily. You got to be careful in the heat. Yeah, you do lose a lot
2: of weight because I've uh, I weighed in yesterday, Jason, at two seventeen. And I'm, I used to be in the field daily. Like I, I wasn't a manager. I was the guy weed eating. I was the guy mowing. I was, yeah. well, I did it all. And I'm not saying that's the way to do it, but that's just, you know, what I was doing. And I was a stick bones uh, because of how much cal- cal- caloric deficit there is. You burn so many calories with the heat and, and when you're actually doing the labor. Now I'm in podcast mode. I'm like, oh man, I got to, I gotta swim them laps. Run, run! Uh, I saw a football field on my drive over here, and the gate was open, so I was
1: maybe gonna go there in the morning and see if I could sneak on the field and run. Yeah, well, run let around. me know how much the bail is when you get arrested. <laughs> you I, think I'd get I'd arrested? I get you out. It, it can't be that much for that. Just trespassing, and maybe five hundred bucks or so. Oh man,
2: well maybe I just run in the neighborhood. I'm staying at Jeremiah Jennings' house um, tonight, so I thought it'd be a good idea. Like Rocky, run up, run up the bleachers all right guys well thanks for listening to today's show we're going to go swim and eat cheeseburgers so thanks again jason thanks paul for
1: broadcasting you
0: pulled it together there all right thanks again to ballard products company cam and echo for powering our third annual summer tour don't forget to smash that follow button and stay up to date with the newest episodes as we continue the tour